Shout out I to our wait. sponsor of today. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's sponsor is brought to you by TB3 Hookah. You see me smoking on the hookah. That's thank you to our supplier, uh, Jersey's number one online hookah retailer. Uh, with their vast variety of flavors, coals, and hookahs, and so much more, they make the priority to satisfy all of your hookah essentials. Enjoy all of your favorite products in no time with their fast, easy shipping. Here at TB3 Hookah, you are a priority. Uh, use this code TRUST to save 10% on your next TB3 uh, hookah order. Again, that's TRUST for 10% off your order. Now in Jersey, especially if you're in South Jersey, this is your guy to use. I would say when I deal with prices down here, you always deal with the, the upkeep of we don't play up north prices. Up north prices are always better than South Jersey prices. So if you're looking for an a amazing retailer, he has all the products. And if he doesn't, you can easily DM him and he can get that for you, Anything, any of your needs. So please, again, use code TRUST for 10% off. The website is below, but if you're listening, it is www.tbboy3hookah.com. www.tb3hookah.com. Use code TRUST for 10% off. Welcome to another episode of In Those We Trust Sports. Of course, got myself in the building, Malik Howard, mm-hmm. uh, and my my host with me, Liam Stokes, in the building. What's up, Malik? What's up? Hey, uh, you didn't start with singing that uh, fly. You, you want to spell it out for me, the, the Eagles? No, no, I'll save it for when we clinch the one seed on Sunday. <laughs> you guys have the Saints, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay. that should be uh, – I think Hertz is probably going to be back, um, so we'll be chilling, but – all right. Yeah, no, so, not this week. I wanted to give you I wanted to give you a nice Christmas gift. I didn't know what else to get you, so I called up the boys, said give them the win. It's funny. You started with uh it's an amazing Christmas gift that Dak gave uh Sweat. And, and it was. And it really it was, was a great gift. Great it gift. It really was. <laughs> but in uh and in, in looking at that game, this is the first time I think Kat felt the pressure of what it means to be a Cowboys fan. Because she was like, I'm so stressed at the end of the game. I was like, this is why I go through every fucking week yeah. with the Cowboys, right? And I don't know. Do you want to since, – since you took the L, I, we always like to start with the, the, the <laughs> loser, loser goes first. So yeah. let me hear your thoughts, what you have to say, and then I'll hit yeah. you with some rebuttals. Yeah, so, you know, I know we talked about it. Um, and, and let me preface by just saying this game did not mean anything, but I'm not going to take that easy way out. It did suck, and I'll take the punishment. You always want to beat the Cowboys. That's what a rivalry yeah. is. It doesn't matter what the records are. Like you always want to crush them. So yeah, it did. It did suck that they lost, and especially in the way that they did, having it be that close. Yeah. But in the end of it, like I couldn't even be mad. Um, again, in the grand scheme of things, Eagles Saints is much bigger because we have their draft pick. Need to worsen that or better it for us. And then again, you're just clinching the one seed home field advantage. Do it at home on New Year's Day. This game was always more important than the Cowboys after they dropped the loss to the Jags. Like that yeah. opened the door for this game to really mean nothing. Yeah. I can't be mad when Gardner Minshew goes out, makes a few mistakes, puts up 34 points. Like he's a backup. He's a very comfortable backup. That's what he does. He'll be able to give you good drives, but he's also going to make a couple mistakes that Hurts probably doesn't make. And it's a whole different ball game. It's just, that's why he's a backup quarterback for the Eagles right now. My main worry <clears throat> was leaving that game with injuries. Avante Maddox, I think, broke his toe. Who knows how long he's out for. And no. now Lane Johnson is out for at least the regular season. If he's out in the playoffs, we will lose first round. He is one of the most important pieces on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, that's very, very worrisome. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, I know you and I talked about this, my frustrations with the Eagles defensive coordinator and what he does. And it's just, it was highlighted in this game. It mm -hmm. was not making an adjustment like the Cowboys did when Maddox went out and just putting CeeDee Lamb in the slot against a kid who I've seen him play because Maddox has been banged up all year. Yeah. He gets burned no matter who's on him, let alone CeeDee Lamb. It's, it's everyone that goes against yeah. him beats him. No adjustments were made. The third and 30 play, horrible coverage. Darius Slay said afterwards, like, we just have to do better. We have to do our jobs. He seemed pretty fucking pissed about it, which leads me to believe it wasn't just Darius Slay getting burned. Because, again, I know you and I talk about, like, we don't like this side of him. He's never been that way. Yeah. So I don't know why he would choose now to kind of be like, yo, if this wasn't me. This was on everyone else. Yeah. But it's, it's frustrating shit because this game, you know, yes, I went in confident. I know we talked at halftime. I still was pretty confident. It was just – it was such stupid mistakes. It was the Dak Prescott miss sack in the first quarter on the third and nine, mm -hmm. which I don't know how you bring him down, floats it up. That turned into a touchdown drive. Uh, obviously, the third and 30. But then I think before that, the Cowboys went for it on fourth and eight from about midfield. If you mm -hmm. get the stop, you get the ball back and mm -hmm. all, drive a few yards to go up two scores again. And it's a fucking penalty on, on a ball that Dak really threw out of yeah. bounds. Like, there's no yeah. reason to even touch him there. 100%. And all those three drives led to touchdowns. So, like, literally just take one of them away, and it's an entire new ball game. Yeah. Um, I think more so this game left more concerns for both teams. Um, I think it was a great game. It was a, definitely an entertaining game for watch, especially for just NFL fans that were probably tuning in on Christmas Eve. Like, yeah. it gave them a show to watch. But I'm looking now, and I was, and I always admitted to you, the 49ers were the team that scared me the most, but then it was the Cowboys. After this past game, I honestly, I hope that the Cowboys beat Brady in the Bucks because as much as the Bucks suck, I don't think the Cowboys, and, and this is not me being Eagles biased or trying mm -hmm. to come at you, like I truly think this game on Christmas Eve and the game in the playoffs, it's not going to be close when Jalen Hurts is back because there was just nope. so, I mean, I'm again, I'm watching Gardner Minshew go out, throw two interceptions, um, stupid penalties, literally two fumbles on just handoffs, yeah. and still at the very end of it, yeah. led them to a drive that at the very least put them in a red zone for a couple of chances at the end zone. Yeah, and Still, with all that, and, and still could have won the game. So, again, if nothing else, there's definitely concerns on both teams. I think with the Eagles, it's, again, the coaching and mm -hmm. the lack of adjustments that's being made on the defensive side. And for the Cowboys, like you said earlier, that secondary is banged up. The defense doesn't scare me at all. I know mm -hmm. I talk about Micah Parsons all the time, but I mean, again, was non-existent. Um, yeah, it's it just like this. I think the Eagles' offensive line matches up against a very good Dallas D line. But I really am praying that the Eagles see the Cowboys again because I, it's going to be a two-possession game in the playoffs. I really, I really am not saying that to poke fun at you. No, I really, as of today, am thinking that. That's I disagree. What it I disagree in the fact that it'll be a blowout, and and my my thinking is this: what I see. Dallas, uh, was it was your new tight end that's back? Goddard, Goddard, Dallas Goddard. When I seen Dallas Goddard come back and what he was able to accomplish with a backup quarterback in, mm -hmm. I looked at myself and I was like, "Fuck!" People were like, "Oh, would this be the same game if Jalen Hurts was in?" Fuck no, no, hell no. Jalen no. Hurts is not giving up. What, what we think about it? Two two picks and two fumbles. It was four four, four turnovers. turnovers. And to be honest with you, there was two that the Cowboys probably should have picked as well. So there probably yeah. should have been five, bar, six turnovers. Bar dropped yeah. a pick that was in his hand. Like, that's yep. five turnovers, and yeah. we still almost lost. Like, yeah. like, like put that into perspective, because when, when, when I look at it, I was like, 
fuck, Jalen Hurts has weapons. Again, you guys, we shut. I told you, if we shut the rundown, we win the game with that backup in. Mm-hmm. And that was my whole belief going into it. I knew. Shut Sanders down. We'll go into with a W. First of all, that mm-hmm. offensive line alone looks fucking amazing. Like, I was just yeah. like, this reminds me of the, that 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 Cowboys offensive line that Dak was behind, right? Because mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts at the end of the day has time just to sit there and sling that shit to A.J. Brown. Sling that shit. Um, and I, I looked at it. I said, if we see the Eagles again and he's back in, the Cowboys have to play not perfect football. Like, this is the game where they're all like, they have to play perfect football to barely right. beat this said. team, right? I said that. I said we have to play. We have to play perfect football to beat this team. No, we have to play Super Bowl football if we ever, 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 if if we play against Hurts because Hurts is going to torch us. And that's my not truly my belief going into it with the defense we don't have. I mean, in my eyes, like it was funny to see Eagles fans say like this is the Cowboys Super Bowl, right? Like you guys are so happy with this win. when I look at it, like it's kind of the same game that we gave you guys back in in Philadelphia. We played mm-hmm. with a backup, but I think we served it onto a plate better to you guys. We had a banged up defense, perfect for a backup quarterback to come into and fuck us all up. Yeah, in, in my eyes, like that's and I was nervous for that. I was like, we have a banged up defense with Brown, and all of a sudden the All Star wide receiver <laughs> on your team now who's has who stepped up, but. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, the biggest takeaway is is for for both teams is Dak, out of there, Slay is not straps no more. Like he's not straps, and I think I'm starting to see the Eagles fall apart. It may be just you know one off of of you know we're starting to see blame, we're starting to see some things going on, you know mm-hmm. frustration this season, which is totally okay. And when, when we talk when we talk defense, we do. I say this all the time. I fucking hate uh, zone coverage, and that was a zone coverage blown yeah. play, right? You definitely know that Slay was expecting overhead, um, yeah, yeah. O- o- over the top help, and it looked worse because now he had to chase ass. Exactly. So it looks exactly. it looks worse if you look at it. But in my opinion, those are the two takeaways: is that guy get the fuck out of here, and Slay, like I said, I mentioned Slay has been a sneaky, sneaky, quiet fuck up this season in my eyes. From where he yeah. was at the beginning, again in the beginning he was amazing, right? You can't say it's it's a, it's a total fall off, but mm-hmm. I think we're starting to see Slay little, you know, going through his hiccups. Yeah, and again, I think it's just the frustrating part to me is again the lack of adjustments. Like, I mean, C.E. Uh, Lamb's wide open on this play, like a third down and thirty, <laughs> and that's the coverage that you're calling. Like, I I truly I don't understand it. I really don't do not understand how that's how that is allowed as an NFL coach to make those calls. Um, the one thing that makes me feel a little bit better is our safety, well, CJ no, Garner well, Johnson. Well, I think it, it's third and 30, right? It was third and 30. Yeah. That's the perfect kind of coverage you want to dial up because it is. I have underneath, let's say Slay has the 15 and up. That 30 is that's covered by safety. You should never get beat deep on third and 30 because that coverage is like cover two, cover three, to where there's three men or two men deep. Mm-hmm. So that's why Slay's like, what the fuck? How do we get beat over yeah. top when we're in that Which coverage? Yeah. So, but again, like that's your play call, knowing that you have your backup safeties in the game. Yep. Like you, and yeah, they're playing well. Like I'll give them credit. You're playing well, but that's in these true. situations, like that is just what's going to happen. Yeah, so that's what's right. making me feel better. I don't know if it's going to be this week, but definitely by the playoffs, CJ Garner Johnson, uh, are one of our best defensive players in general, the safety still leads the NFL in interceptions. He will yeah. be back in some point. Again, I don't know if it's this week, um, but he will that's be back true. come playoff time. So if Maddox needs to miss, get the, fucking Josiah Scott off the field. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see him on there, especially yeah. in a playoff game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I can't, you said that Dak needed to play well. I'm looking at it here. It, it, he threw the one interception, which was one of the worst passes I've ever seen. Um, 
But really, I, other than that, I mean, 350 yards, three touchdowns, like he did play a perfect DAC game after that. The running game really wasn't there for you guys, but I guess it didn't need to be when you're airing it out. Um, but again, I mean, I think the strength of this Cowboys team definitely is that defensive front, and it's just non-existent against the Eagles. And I yeah. know I keep saying it, like I'm, I'm pushing yeah. your buttons, I'm making fun of you and Michael Parsons and like oh, whoever. Right. Like I'm literally watching this game, and it's, I mean, I don't, did they sack Gardner Minshew at all? Uh, I think maybe once. I don't remember seeing And that's Gardner Minshew, once. who we yeah. saw, like, I guess he can you – know, don't want to call him mobile, but he can move better than Peyton Manning in his old days or Tom Brady. Yeah. He can move better than yeah. them. But I mean, again, it's not Jalen Hurts. So if you can't even get pressure on Gardner Minshew, why, you know, where's the threat? I mean, did we have sacks? I think we had maybe one or two sacks against Hurts the first time we met. Uh, but again, so yeah, no, no sacks. On, I'm looking now, no sacks on Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah. I mean, and, but again, sacks in, in my eyes, um, when you look at that, like, I don't know that that was weird. Maybe it was going into halftime for Mitchu, or maybe it was like, maybe it was like I, th- I think the end of the fourth quarter when you guys were going down. When he just threw it out of bounds like four times in a row. Yeah, yeah. That was like in the fo- end of the fourth quarter, right? Uh, it was no, like you're right. it was going into halftime. Going into halftime, right? It was so weird to see, but I'm like, that's to me, that's sacks. Those are those are cover sacks, and those are you know the, the sacks that that they had to take. So when once I saw that happen, I knew the game was different. So I was like, oh, wait, we're getting pressure now. Now, now he has to deal with that pressure, right? Because for yeah. a little bit there, he was just fucking sitting in a pocket. He could sling yeah. it downfield. But um, I am concerned with the way that Parsons is being a pussy, bro. Like, in, in my <laughs> eyes. Like, if you saw the end of the game when he went, like, on the sound effects, I'll include it here, of him talking to, like, Eagles players. He yeah. sounded mad pussy. Like, nah, you guys know what I was talking about. Da-da-da. No. No. Yeah. Fuck you, bro. Like, stand on your shit. If the yeah. only way you talk like that is if you go out there and you have three sacks. If you go out like, like Chris was saying, Chris was saying he would have fucking how many sacks? Yeah. Chris was bugging. When he, yeah. That's why I was like, get the fuck out of here. Hell no. He don't have that many sacks. But it's like, bro, they found your card. They found how to beat you. Beat them. And again, now this could be, um, fuck, I'm, th- I'm forgetting our offense. Um, Dan, I think his name Dan, right? Our, our defensive coordinator. Um, yeah, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Uh, this could be Dan Quinn, you know, going away from from Parsons, right? This could be him, yeah. you know, but the whole game, there's no way. I mean, we put Parsons, this is the first game I've seen Parsons in multiple different positions, starting at linebacker because Van Der Rush is out, playing defense. Like, these, he was trying him all over, and he still wasn't able to do it, and he fucking was gassed. He was gassed yeah. calling timeout at the I end know. of the fourth quarter. Like, yep. what? No, bro. You I know. need them to be gas. Fuck that. Let them fat ass yeah. offensive line. You're on a four three. You're on a four three forty. You can't beat these fat fucks off the offensive line at the end of the fourth quarter. This is this is the this is the, yeah. the the Giants uh the Giants old coach. This is why you lift all them weights. This is why we worked yeah. out in the offseason. This is why it was four down. Moment. It was it was one more down. One more down with like fifteen seconds left. That that was the game. Um, but no, my I dad mean, watched they, college football all the time, and we hate it when we're watching TV and we see people do this. When yeah. we see when we see players yeah. do this shit, we're like, if the whole time I'm watching the defense play and they're doing this shit, I, I it's ridiculous to me that people come out. Which I get it, you know, it's tiring stuff like that. Yeah. But in high school, there was no such thing as coming out. Like no. we played both sides of the field. I played on all special teams. There was no coming off the field. We didn't. First of all, we no. didn't have the fucking players. But second of all, now in in college and high school, and I mean in, in the NFL, you play one side of the ball. You play one side of the fucking ball. Yeah, get in shape. Get your fat ass off the couch during the season. Still work out and go fucking hustle, man. There's no way you're telling me anyone in the offensive line is more athletic than Parsons. 
No one. Right. There's no way. Right. And again, There's if no you want to be, if you want to be that guy that that goes on Von Miller's podcast and talks all that yes. shit, then then you can't be the one guy begging for a timeout because it's not like the Heat looked around and is watching his entire defense and be like, no. oh shit, like we have to give a give our guys a yeah. break. He was the only one on one knee as the play was about to happen, fucking begging for begging for one, yeah, begging for one. Looks bad, um, but I yeah, that video at the end. You're right. I mean, he completely sold out. It's like when you talk shit like on Twitter and you see them in person, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, no, no, man. Like, I was just joking. What I liked was, I think I texted you about yeah. it. Jordan Mailata kind of, like, laughed in his face. And then Dallas Goddard came over, grabbed him, dapped him up. It was like, yeah, we're going to see you again. Yeah. I liked their reactions because they were like, yeah. no, no, no. Like, they said, you keep this, keep that energy that you had behind the podcast, Mike. Now yeah. that you just were in a dog <laughs> fight and you were the only one on your defense tired when Gardner Minshew was slinging yeah. it on your ass. Now you're gonna come be. Oh wait, no, but you guys knew what I meant. Yeah. No, no, nah, no. I don't want. I don't want to hear any of that. Fuck that. Yo, I'm telling you, bro. With Dallas Goddard and fucking Jalen Hurts and Sanders, and hopefully your defense figures it out. And because yeah. to be honest with you, that's kind of the Eagles repertoire, right? Their offense mm-hmm. is amazing. Their defense falls off. That's kind of the Eagle yeah, way. Is. And it that's is. what scares. Like that's what would scare me as an Eagles fan, seeing like, oh fuck. Get it back together. You know, we have an off week. Get it back together. Get it back together. But, mm-hmm. I'm again, I want to speak on Dak. The, the, the reason I'm saying get Dak the fuck out of here is, right. you know, he does have these, like, on and off years where he'll go through where he just is totally off as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he'll, the next year he'll go in and be, like, completely amazing, right? He's not making those same mistakes. But I don't understand how you start off a game with a throwing it to Sweats. Like, you just – he didn't even jump. Sweats just put no. his hands up. No, and it's no. You're right, and and that's why I text you like that was a lit, a literal gift. It's not like he was getting pressure from behind. It's not like no. he had to rush the throw even. No, I mean just dump it over. I think um I don't know who the tight end he was throwing to, Hendershot or Schultz or whoever it was. Yeah, was wide open for wide thirty open. yards. He what? literally just could lollipop it right over Josh Sweat, and it would have went for twenty five. I, I I like it's shit like that. That again, yeah. I cannot be too afraid of the Cowboys, and you can continue to say it all year, and you're saying it now. You can't be too afraid of the Cowboys because that those plays happen. Bullshit. I was it's unbelievable. Completely like first of all, what about this? Pump fake, make him jump, dish Anything. it on the side. That's Anything. it. Pump fake, yeah. dish it on the side. Like you could legit just I could have done a fraud, a flick to Schultz and yeah. he would have took off field. And like that's the shit that I'm like, Dak, what do we do? Like, I don't give a fuck if you go if if you go perfect the rest of the game, you gave up six. You yeah. personally gave up six. And you didn't make yeah. the fucking tackle, you fucking bitch. No, no. Make the fucking tackle at least. Because Sweat looked like he was a fucking gazelle. He looked like shit running. I know. His knees don't even fucking bend. I was like, you could tell he's only, I got 10 yards in me. That's all I got. From here to the yeah. quarterback, that's all I give you. Yeah, yeah. Because he looked like <laughs> shit. But I'm like, you gave him a fucking gift and you didn't even tackle him. Like, this is the dumb shit I'm talking about when it comes to, to Dak. Like, I truly think it's time for it, which sucks because... We all know Jerry Jones doesn't cut his his yeah. favorite players, right? We know he won't get rid of them. I mean, we had how many years of Tony Roman? This is where my fear lies. Like, am I going to the same, sit through? It was almost the same thing. Exactly. Am I going to have to sit through another generation of Tony Romo that I'm going to have to sit through and just be heartbroken in, in, mm-hmm. in the postseason? Again, now, who am I more scared of in the playoffs? The birds? If, if we get fucking TB, I'll take that shit any fucking yeah. day because I, I don't give a fuck who you are. We're putting up points. I, I, don't I think care. you will. I think so. I, it looks like the Cowboys will play whoever wins that. Panthers, Bucks, whoever wins that. That's so what the Cowboys will, will play. play like, out of those two teams? Yep. And then I think the winner will play the Eagles. Fuck, dude. Know what? I, I'll say this now. I, and we'll play it. It's, it's, it's in Philly, right? 
Yeah. So yeah. that's that's yeah. if the Eagles win Sunday, they will have the first round bye, and then hopefully have two playoff games that will both be at home. Yeah, yeah. This I'm calling it now. Again, I'm gonna be pissed off. We'll lose the Eagles in the playoffs. Like that's a bad way to go out. Of course, versus NFC rivalries, but we're gonna go out to them and fuck it. I'm still not gonna. I'm not gonna go for the Eagles to win it because I don't fucking win it. But yeah, I know yeah. at right. the end of the day, it's gonna be a, like a shit show. I mean, I call tone up after, and I'm like, I call Matt Eagles fans because no. I mean, going into the game, I think it was funny that I was getting a little bit of like, oh wait, Eagles fans are a little bit nervous because they're telling me this shit doesn't matter mm. no more. Now that a lot of people are trying to say it doesn't matter. We want the Saints. Fuck the Cowboys. We want the Saints because we want that draft. We want to beat them. We want to get first. Yeah. Now I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, so now we don't give a fuck about this game? Like, what's what's going yeah. on here? No, and again, like, that's the thing. Like, you always do care about it. But in this, in the terms of needing it and wanting yeah, it, you exactly. wanted it, but you didn't need it. The Cowboys need it. needed it for, for a hope at a division. Um, yeah. But again, it's almost – and we talked about this when the Eagles lost against Washington. And I came out and I was like, you know what? They needed that punch. Remember, they were, they were winning by the skin of their teeth and then lost against Washington. Yeah. This again was almost a best case scenario loss. I know I'm going to sound like a bitch or like I'm going to be now yeah. the sellout, be like, oh yeah, like I no, wanted no, it. I agree. I didn't want it. But I think if nothing else, all I've been seeing on Twitter and interviews of these guys, we're moving on, like we're on to the Saints and we will see them again. Like they're going to have the Cowboys circle now. Oh, and yeah. it, it pissed them off that they lost. But I think it also shows you we played the worst football that they have played yeah. since. <laughs> I mean, obviously this year, and maybe even in the back end of last year, they were they were rolling a little bit. Like, this was the worst game, turnover-wise, defensively, that they've played in over a calendar year, and yeah. still almost won with their backup. Like, this definitely showed them, if they come to our house in January for fucking to go to the NFC Championship game, Jeez. we're not letting them leave alive. Sheesh. So, it's almost like, fucking circle it now, yeah. remember this game, yeah. and attack them when they come back. Yo, in. man, uh, I mean, either way, it's going to be a lot of hype behind that game. And uh, we're oh, playing God, what, yeah. we're, we're playing what is, but I'm definitely not going to Philly for that one. Fuck you. No, you cannot. <laughs> I won't let you. I want to, I want to keep doing, I want to keep doing this podcast. <laughs> you know, I'm not coming to Philly for that one, but yeah. uh, I think it was uh, grand scheme of things. No, no matter what we play good football. Like it was a, it was a great game. Cause no matter what, yeah. my, I think, I think my biggest take right now in the league is the league fucking sucks. If you suck, if, if you're four in something, uh, don't even put oh on God, TV. Don't even watch the games yeah. anymore because it's just so bad. Like all of sports kind of, unless you're one of those, if you're leading the divisions, those games are amazing. Right. If you're not in that top discussion, the rest of these games suck. Like it's just battle the bums yeah. or it's blow up between the bums. But this game yeah. held up its own, right? Like, everyone's saying, no matter what, that was a great game on Christmas Eve. Like, that was a, a good way to go into the holidays. And then, of course, yeah. on Christmas, we had the shittiest games possible I like, know. to watch. I know. <laughs> so it was, like, no fun. But, hey, I again, I'm going to say it here. I know I'm going to get shit no matter what, even if we lose. Eagles have a fucking team that I don't know when they're going to fucking lose. It might be in our Super Bowl, but... Or if they blow it themselves, if Jalen Hurts somehow yeah. coming back isn't the guy we thought he was, that's the only way I see you guys losing because Dallas Goddard himself, like I'm telling you, that was my biggest takeaway. Seeing how open and and how down the field he was, and now adding that weapon to Jalen Hurts, yeah. I was like, fuck, the weapons he's about to have is un- is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Goddard, I- I've been saying it for a while. Like he's, I think he should start to get that recognition of one of the best tight ends in the league if he doesn't already, and. I mean, he again, like my, Tommy, he's been hurt. Yeah. You got to put yeah, the time that, here. That's a thing. 
Um, but you're not over Schultz. Are you crazy right now? You're not over Schultz, my guy. <laughs> Are you crazy right now? He can't, he hasn't been playing. You can't. I mean, he's been playing. You want to give him another year? He missed, he missed like three, four games. Uh, I haven't heard his would, name at all. I would take him over Schultz right now in a heartbeat. But um, what I was saying was again, my main word, like you said, the Eagles have the team. They do. Like they have the roster. Stay healthy as possible. Yeah. And again, you cannot have your coaching kill you because whether it's going to yeah. be. I know the Bucks are fucking trash right now, but it's still Tom Brady. He'll find a way to pick that secondary part. Yeah. The Cowboys just showed that they could. And the fucking Niners, even with Brock Purdy, I mean, they're going to draw up any any sorts of play. I don't see the Eagles fucking stopping with McCaffrey, Kittle all over the middle. Debo Samuel will be back. How are you going to stop that if you can't stop CeeDee Lamb alone? I mean, I don't think, to be honest, and I'm coming this as a Cowboys fan who fucking lost him last year. I don't think you should be worried. I don't think I should be worried about the 49ers. I think that oh, I disagree wholeheartedly. Your biggest concern to me is that coaching, right? Like we know that head coach draws up some plays. He knows how to win in a big game to get him to that. He doesn't know how to win the biggest game, of course, but he knows yeah. how to get you to that to that big game. But I truly don't think that when it comes to that playing type and when when standards get r- r- risen, right? When it's time to play ball up here. I'll, okay, I'll say the Eagles. If I were you, when it's up here for when it's playoff time, everything's on a fucking line. I'll take you guys any day over San Fran, any day possible. Us, I'll give a coin flip. You yeah, guys, yeah. <laughs> I truly, truly think that like you guys take that W regardless. Like, and, and that's coming from not a biased fan. No, I, and I, I, I mean, it makes me feel better because I again am worried, and my main worry is how fast that defense is. Again, Hurts can crush you with his legs. Yeah, can crush you. That defense is so quick from from every level on that defense that it, he's not going to be able to run all over him like he really yeah. has to. Like that game would be a nail biter. Again, we're playing the what if game and going deep into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, but of course. I guess you, I mean you have to because, like you said, right now there's legitimately maybe five, six teams <laughs> that have a chance to win the Super Bowl. The rest yeah. are fucking done. Yeah. So I guess yeah, we cool. have to. I mean, it's that time of the year we have to start yeah. talking about this because. I mean, fast forward the last two weeks of the season, really. Yeah, facts. Uh, what thing I wanted to bring up, the MVP discussion. This is a week that showed that Jalen Hurts is not a system quarterback because what, what happened to the system? The system lost, right? The right. system took an L. And I think it's frustrating that the league is trying to give the MVP to Patrick Mahomes because yep. of him being out this week, which is complete bullshit, right? Which is, and I think even Mahomes was, I mean, Mahomes will be playing his best ball. But he's been playing his best ball, right? He has yeah. a team around him. Like, when I think of a leader of a team and, and an MVP of the league who's been stepping up in its moments and has the record the Eagles have, right? why are we right. not giving this to Hurts? What are your feelings on that? It's it's almost the – it's almost like the LeBron thing in the NBA. Like, there, when LeBron was in his prime, give him the MVP every year, right? Like, yeah. he legitimately could. I have the same feelings towards Mahomes. You can give him every single year the MVP award. He is that good. Yeah. But you're right. The argument for or, or against Jalen Hurts, which we've been saying is ridiculous, is that his team is just good. Oh, yeah. Fucking big deal. Again, maybe yeah. an MVP that didn't have a good team around yeah. him. But you just said it. Like, four bad turnovers and a loss the one game that he missed. Exactly. That just doesn't happen with Jalen Hurts in there. Again, yeah. with Jalen Hurts, they win. They already clinched the one seed. Like, it's an entire different story. Unfortunately, you needed him to get banged up and not play, I guess. They're still not going to fucking give it to him, which is bullshit. Yeah. They're going to give it to Mahomes, but you I'll know, be he, really, yeah. really pissed off. I think they will give it to Mahomes. It's just that's just what they do. It's just what the fuck they do. And again, if nothing else, yes, you're exactly right. This week showed you 
it's not just this Eagles team is good. It's good enough to hang around and almost win. Yeah. But again, we've I've been saying it and you've been agreeing with me. Like they weren't twelve and one, thirteen and one, could have been fourteen, fifteen, whatever, if it wasn't for Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. If Gardner Minshew was this team's quarterback for the entire year, they would be probably the last wild card team, maybe the second wild card team. But they would not have won the division and yeah. they would not have the best seed in the league. Yeah. Best record in the league. I mean, it shows you how trash the league is, right? That the whole NFC East might make it into the fucking playoffs <laughs> somehow. I'm going to be pissed off because I, I bet this fucking kid at, at the school that the Giants wouldn't make the playoffs. And, of course, everyone in the league is fucking trash. So they're going to sneak – the Giants going to sneak their fucking way in. I think um, I actually am going to take a leap, and I, I bet on the Packers to make the playoffs before even this Sunday happen. Mm-hmm. They need to win their last two games, and I think – Washington needs to lose one. Okay. But how about that? I mean, after this entire season, I know we're transitioning, but after this entire season, what looked like a shit show, you still yeah. might fucking get Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you this, if they do get in as the last seed, they probably will play the Vikings. Aaron Rodgers against the Vikings, that would be a hell of a first round playoff game. I would not be surprised if the Packers somehow found a way to win that. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a great game. Like I would love yeah. to see that. But I think just when I'm, when I'm watching A-Rod this weekend, like, um, I forget the score of that, what that game was, but it looked, it was, he, it, it was like, he didn't, he didn't look as great. Like he kind of was throwing up balls. I think he has like two or three picks in that. It was, wait, was it the Packers versus the Dolphins? It was the Dolphins. That was the first, yeah. that was like the really only good Christmas. The day. only good game. Right. And I think that like watching him play, I was like, oh, he doesn't have the weapons around him. He's kind of throwing shit up yeah. through some picks. Like he's trying to make plays himself. Um, but no matter what, same thing as Tom Brady, same thing with A Rod. You can never count them out when it comes time to play no. big time games because they've been there before. They know how to handle themselves. Again, I would take Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers right now because of the weapons Aaron Rodgers doesn't have. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking now. So this week, Packers are home against the Vikings. Again, they need to win this. They need to win the next one to even have a chance. Vikings, I think they pretty much clinched what they can. Yeah. Um, but they'll probably be playing their player. Because, again, this that's their Eagles-Dallas. I mean, that's yeah. the rivalry. So they're going to want to win yeah. either way. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That would be exciting to try to get I think the back. Vikings – I was actually going to text you when the Vikings actually came back on the – it was the Colts, right? When they came uh, back. Yeah, a couple weeks yeah. ago. I was actually going to text you when they were down. And I think this train of the Vikings is kind of over with. And I still kind of stick to that. Even though they came back and, and beat them, they had that kind of a crazy quiet record. Um, I don't think that they would – I think they lose first round of playoffs. Like, I truly think they lose wild card or first – no, the first round of playoffs like they play. Yeah. Because they just aren't that team. Like, again, I, like I said in the beginning, I stand by this. Would you rather a team that's skated by or a team that's been winning and winning big or, or winning at, at a good rate? And, again – I don't trust that team to win it in the playoffs. And I was going to text you that, but then they fucking come back and beat the fucking Colts. I know. Uh, but I, I truly don't think that the Vikings are all that hyped up to be. No, and I think, you know, I have to try to see. So to put it into perspective, because I heard this the other day on that part of my take podcast, or they've been talking about the same thing. Like, they're like, the Vikings are just not this good. They just keep fucking somehow winning these games. Yeah. To put it into perspective, right? Because let's just talk about their record. Point differential. Yeah. Eagles this year, plus 137. Dallas this year, plus 131. Let's look at the Bills, plus 157. The Bengals, plus 85. The Chiefs, plus 106. The Vikings, plus five. Every yeah. single game has been close, and then they've been and then they've gotten blown out by the Eagles <laughs> and the Cowboys. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, they keep doing it somehow, but yeah. um, 
in the first round right now, they're either going to play. It looks like if it ended today, it'd be Washington. I wouldn't be surprised if Washington went in there and won. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll shit. The way Washington plays, they somehow Washington yeah. Washington does have like a swagger and a hypeness when it comes to they're, those big yeah, games and they have to win it. I do like that tough. about Washington. They, yeah, they, they are tough. They're a tough team. Um, anything else you want to speak on this on this Eagles Cowboys? No, no. Like I said, I think the main worry now as an Eagles fan is just you need now you need Sunday. Like Sunday's yeah. gonna be a stressful one if it is close. Um, and against the injuries. I need Lane Johnson to be okay. Um the Avante Maddox thing sucks, but again, it, it it also showed that you're not invincible. So as an Eagles team with all these guys and these leaders, like I've talked about before, fucking take it and run with it. It was a loss. And then, yeah. and that's fine. But oh, last thing I, I thought about too, was like Devonte Smith has been so quiet this year because of how crazy AJ Brown is playing. But mm-hmm. this just showed you that AJ Brown, maybe get double coverage. Oh, I can go right over yeah. to Smith. Oh, Smith is getting covered. I can go right to AJ Brown. It's just fucking and crazy. Even, <laughs> even on your point, you just said like Devonte Smith's been quiet because that's how good I think Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown and this yeah. team has been. So before this season, the Eagles did not have a single 1,000 yard wide receiver since 2014. It was really? Jeremy Yeah. This year, AJ Brown did it, I think a week or two ago. Saturday, Devontae Smith got yeah. over 1,000 yards. So yeah. he's still a 1,000 yard wide receiver yeah. Yeah. as the number two guy. Like he's been fucking awesome. I say every week he has at least one catch. Where yeah. I physically say out loud, did he fucking catch that? Yeah. And he had yeah. another one this Saturday. Like he's I mean, he's oh, a beast. That toe drag was disgusting, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that that, that toe drag was crazy. But I I mean following him since he was at Alabama, like yeah, he definitely is a player that like any team he goes on, he's wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. And I think that you can look at AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and say wide receiver one A, wide receiver Exactly it is one little A. Like it to it me, like, that's the way I look yeah. at it. And again, it's He's not like he's not even. I barely have ever heard him talk in an interview. Like it's literally no. like he comes to work, balls out, goes home. Like I don't. I've never yeah. heard anything about him. Which is, I mean, he's I mean, the he's the guy that um made Alabama Alabama win the national championship off that bomb for Tua. Yeah. That was to Devontae yeah. Smith. So he yeah. had the Jets, and that was his junior year when he did that, as or sophomore year, like his second year, I think, yep. when he did that. So hey, he's up there. Hey, we're talking about college football. You might as well take that turn yeah, now. Um. One thing that I think I left out that I want to uh, put on as well is this week I had a chance of talking through uh, the entire, like, Deion Sanders situation with family over the holidays mm-hmm. and like that. What were their thoughts? And one thing that I think was left out that's kind of getting aired out, We and Liam, you said it too, that we never know the full story until someone puts it out. But uh, I think that it was perfect the way that Dion, um waited for this to come out, but they, they looked at Jackson mm-hmm. State. And they said Jackson State was definitely stealing money from him, right? In regards yep. to the way Dion's contract was set up. So in his contract, I have it here. If Jackson State sold more than 30K worth of ticket sales, then Dion gets a percentage of every ticket sale after the 30K mark. So okay. when we look at that in the stands, they tried to tell Dion the entire time, like, oh, no, we didn't have that many seats. If you looked at the games during the year, Pass. it was a sold-out crowd. It was a yep. sold-out crowd every game. And you're trying to tell prime time that he doesn't know how many people are in his seats. This yeah. guy's played in World Series. This guy yeah. has played in <laughs> fucking Super Bowls. He's played for San Francisco at his highest, the Cowboys at his highest. Like, mm-hmm. he's he knows these games. He knows crowd size. And you're going to tell him that he's, he's not this level. And it kind of fucking pisses me off about the system, right? And, again, like I said, no matter what, I can't fault him for leaving. He put in the time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I wish that he could have fixed the system because the HBCU system is, is always – 
has corruption and it deals with underfunding yeah. and these things, right? But it's, it pisses me off when you look at the system like, yo, this guy is doing how many people's jobs at the, at the college is he's supposed to do? The mm-hmm. president is supposed to bring in fundraising. The provost yep. is supposed to be bringing in this. The alumni is supposed to be bringing in money, right, and donations. He was bringing it in fr- from himself, bringing in public yeah. notoriety. He was bringing in these sponsorships. He was bringing new facilities, all the stuff the president should have been doing. And the school is still going to fuck him over for some reason. Yep. Like, that's the shit that pisses me off when it comes to the system and, and being too greedy in those times. Like, you were greedy. It probably was at like a, oh, when I'm thinking now, should I leave? Should I stay? That's uh, adding to it why I should leave. This is what they're doing to me. This is what's happened to me. I'm out and I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. And there you go. And again, I mean, we talk about it. Like you just said, we don't know the full story and we can have this conversation back and forth. And yeah, you know, we went on Shannon Sharp's show uh, and talked to him about that. Like it, it, yeah. it was an issue, you know, like it was, wasn't something you and I were just making up. Like it was something that people wanted to talk about him leaving that school before maybe his job was done. But now looking at in the grand scheme of things, look at what he's doing at Colorado already. Uh, I think I sent you the tweet the other day. They are the top three. They're in top three of transfer rankings, Michigan, Florida State, and Colorado. Yeah, Fucking Colorado. Yeah. And again, yeah, Travis Hunter went there. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, got his son to be the new quarterback there. And amongst a lot of these other players, like that's just fucking what Prime does. And again, that was the one thing we said. We could never have hated on him for going for you know just a better job anybody would in in any industry you and you and i would do the same thing in our jobs like you would leave for a better one and uh again now as more and more comes out like what's what's left that we don't know about even still yeah that maybe jackson state kind of fucked them over so i'm happy for i'm happy for prime i hope he fucking kills it dude i've been watching um his son has a youtube page that's fire that puts out content really like oh yeah his son his son is is a beast when it when it comes to like the content I, i'll share with you and he does like the pretty much the day he's he's posting every day of videos of them like changing like he you see dion there's a video of dion walking through and telling he has like his assistant there he's like this right here change this change this to this all right let's go here change this change this to this this wow. right here change this to this. so like it's just like i think that people don't crash like i was talking this weekend about it i don't think people are understanding how much history he is making at this moment. This has never mm-hmm. been seen before. And people are talking about this situation. We need to talk about a fucking star. Like this Hell is yeah. like us. This is a star when it comes probably one of the best athletes of all time mm-hmm. going, I'm going to go coach high school football. Oh no, now I'm going to coach Jackson state. And we're going to beat the fucking dog breaks off this division. I mean, yeah. they lost championship game, right? Okay. Beat the dog breaks off the, of this league and, 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 and do what we do. Now, and mind you, I have my both of my sons. One's a quarterback, one's a cornerback. Yeah. Yep. Now, let's go to Power Five. Let's go to Colorado. Everyone call me to Colorado. I'm bringing, I'm bringing not just people. I'm bringing top recruits yeah. to wherever yeah. I go. They want to play for me. Now, let's go to Colorado. Again, black coach, black sons playing on the fucking team, starting, going to Colorado and taking over. Like, this is history. Like, this is going to be documentaries in the 60s, all these things that we see um, on ESPN. That's going to be talked about yeah. in like 20 or 30 years from now. People are like, that was fucking crazy that he did achieve these things. And let, again, let's see. Like mm-hmm. with these with these recruits, I mean, I was talking to my dad about it. He was like, who wants to go play in Colorado? I'm like, bro, it's not about Colorado. It's about like, do I want no, to play for yeah. Dion? Exactly. That's what it's about. <laughs> exactly. Fuck and, you. And again, like let's not forget too, if this thing really gets rolling with him, that when he arrived, like last year, this Colorado program is in shambles. Like they are yeah. fucking bad. They were yeah. bad. So if he really gets this thing turned around to where, you know, he can get them nationally ranked, 
um, you know, play a legitimate bowl game next year. Yeah. You know, win six, seven, eight, maybe nine games. If he could turn around like that, don't forget how bad this team was when he got there. Yeah. Like you said, what he was able to do this quickly because he is prime. I don't think it'll be as quick as what we saw with Jackson State. Um, because the pack is still the pack, right? You still got to play. What is it? Uh, Oregon, Stanford. Yeah, yep. Like, is it Stanford? You're, you're still you're still playing some big fucking schools. Hey, mm. but I, I say in three years, I'll see this program look totally different. They'll have good bowl games. I'll see some upsets happening. I see some some great you know recruits starting to go. Pop. That's all you need. Three years is brand new recruiting classes come in and go through the system that you've but established, now- bro. Yeah, you're right. But but now, and I think we even saw it with USC, like when Lincoln Riley went over and how good he was in Oklahoma, it was the same thing. Like, yeah, give him a couple years to really get his guys in. This transfer, por- this transfer portal is such a game changer that it can maybe take a year. Yeah, and maybe you're it won't. Right. Like, you're right. It'll probably, maybe, you know, he does want to recruit some of his guys coming in. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't scroll through Twitter without seeing two, three new big names of entering this portal. Yeah. And, again, if they're if they're – a top three team in the nation and getting these top transfers, yeah. you can turn a team around in a year yeah. or two. So I, yeah. I hope he does because again, that it would be so exciting to see we'll him love it. and that team like in the prime in the prime time spotlight yeah. in these Saturday yeah. night games, like these, you know, bowl games, conference championship maybe. Like yeah. let's get this thing rolling. That'd be that'd be great Shit. for the sport. I might rock a little Colorado gear just to just to support support Dion. Um but you brought up a good point. Something with that I was that was said by um Fuck, uh, his name's Taylor. He's on a podcast um, about the transfer portal and how how just out of control the transfer portal is. Yeah, and he brought up a great, great point, and I think that could fix this transfer portal mess of players just leaving, opting in, be getting out, in and out. That with nil on the table, if you decide to transfer, you've been at a school for some time. Uh, yep. That if you transfer, that you should have to sit out a year from nil mm-hmm. deal. That you can't get an nil deal. That entire year until the following year of of you being at that school, so that would mm-hmm. allevi- alleviate boosters, nil deals, kind of recruiting players to come to schools that can offer more money in comparison yeah. to those that can't. Right, and you know now that okay, if I decide to go to a school, I'm not going for money. I'm not going for that nil deal. I'm actually going because I want to be a part of that system, become a mm-hmm. better player, and I think that should be taken into account. I think that's the best way to control it when it comes to this nil shit because. Be honest with you, you were always getting recruited, but now you're getting recruited with money. So where do you end up? Yeah, yeah. And exactly. I think that's a great way to control it. I, that, I think that was the best take I've heard on that on that fact. Yeah, no, I mean that's the first I'm hearing of it, and and I like it because I feel like you know I hate to be this guy, but like you you might need to do something because it is so almost out of control. Yeah. I mean it's out of control, um, yeah. which is cool. Like it's almost like free agency for college football. Like where is he going to yeah. go? Um, but in the same token, you know. You're right. They're going to play. They're going to go to the bigger schools with the bigger boosters with the most money, and all this parity that people wanted within the sport are, is only going to go the other way. Like you thought, yeah. the Alabama, the Clemson, the Ohio States were annoying. Like, what do you think is going to change? Yeah. <laughs> so, again, I, I would like to see it in control because I there that's part of college football too. Is you see these guys play two, three, four years at the same school, they can really change the game. Like, look at yeah. Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like he was there for three, four years and made that program at least relevant like they, they were never national championship contenders but you know look at like cincinnati right with desmond ritter sauce Gardner, like with these guys there for two three four years making it to college football playoff now i mean they're done because mm-hmm. they left they graduated to be fair you know they didn't transfer but it's, yeah. it's schools like that that might not be able to be really put on the map maybe a fluke year here and there 
because the best players are going to go and chase the money or chase the, you know, the better opportunity, which would be yeah. fair, which again leads you to, you can go, you can play if it is better for you, but you have to show that it's better for you and you're not just chasing the bag at the end of the day. Like no matter what, you, you'll be able to play. You transfer, you'll yeah. be able to yep. play right away, but you'll have to deal with, you won't be getting paid that NIL deal money. Yeah. You just have to live like a regular college student who probably, I mean, a regular uh, on a stipend. Of, of yeah, a I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> they get that stipend. Um, yeah. All right. So speaking of college football, let's talk. Let's look at these. 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 Let's let's look yeah. at the bowl games first. Do you have the schedule for the playoffs as well? For the playoff. Yeah. 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 So um, New Year's New Year's Eve day. Um, actually has a pretty good slate. So the playoff is TCU Michigan at four o'clock and then Ohio state, Georgia at eight. Um, but you also have Alabama and Kansas state kicking off at 12. So you have three good games with the playoff is new year's day starting at four. Yeah. I think the, uh, when, when it comes to the only games I'm, I'm watching outside of the playoff game, it's looking like that orange bowl, which is the orange bowl, Tennessee versus Clemson. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's going to be a great cool. game. That's pretty cool. Six versus 10. That's close. Sugar Bowl, I'll watch it with Alabama versus Kansas State. Yep. Kansas State probably get the dog handed to them uh, because what's his name is still playing. He wants to play yeah. one more one more game within the quarterback of Alabama. Um, regards to that, now where have I been getting nervous? I haven't even had the time to think about Ohio State. It seems like it's been forever since we played it has. last. Um, I think that with rest, it's like that. I'm just ready for good football, bro. Again, mm-hmm. I'm going to be pissed off. I'm probably going to be upset. Um, I'm just ready for good fucking football, bro. Like, I yep. hope that I would love going into it knowing that if if Michigan loses, I'm okay losing. Like, that, that's – Yeah, yeah. If Michigan wins, I'm going to be so hyped up. We have – like, like I, we ha- no matter what, we have to win. I'm, I want to win no matter what. But I can mm-hmm. sleep at least at peace if Michigan lost as well, knowing that Georgia's a dog. Georgia's going to just steamroll TCU. Now – if yeah. Michigan loses and Ohio State wins, I'm ordering Ohio State gear. I'm ordering Ohio yeah. State championship <laughs> shit. Like, I'm, that's how I'm going to that game. I'm sorry. I know yep. TCU may have a little bit of fuck. We fucked up the last game uh, versus uh, it was Kansas State, right? When they yep. lost it, yep. yeah. Um, I just don't think they got it. I don't think that quarterback to me is all that's hyped up to be because mm-hmm. they hyped him up. They wanted him to be the Heisman winner so bad, hyped up his story. Again, like yeah. I told you, I hate the performative football player, and that's what mm-hmm. he is to me, and that's what he always been. But I'm ready for good football, man. Yeah, no, I am too. Um, I think I said to you the winner of Ohio State, Georgia, is going to eventually win the national championship. Yeah. Um, and I really thought when we first talked about this that Ohio State has has a chance. Like, they have a fucking chance, but this one line it got me completely on the other side of the fence. I was listening to part of my take. They had Tom Fernelli on, who I think works for ESPN. He's their college football guy. And I believe he said Georgia is like Michigan on steroids. Everything Michigan does, Georgia does, just 10 times better. Yeah. And then we saw – and again, we saw what happened in Ohio State, Michigan. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, this game has the potential to maybe be a blowout. I don't. I still don't see it. Yeah. But where I thought Ohio State has a legitimate chance to make that upset, I kind of like. I heard that line. I was like, shit. He's got a fucking point. And like we've been talking about when Georgia, when it comes to these big time games, they've stepped up and they just fucking blow the doors off yeah. these teams. So yeah, when you, when I don't you know. Look at I, the I way think, they play. Yeah, shit. I think Ohio State. They still have a chance, right? At any given Saturday. Um, 
they probably had that chip on their shoulder because all they've heard is Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. Yeah. So who's to say they don't come in and, and fucking smack Georgia around? Yeah. But um, I, I, it's got to be to me Georgia and Michigan is going to be the championship game. Yeah, I, I, I of course I'm gonna come with my bias, but I think that that Georgia team is just where where I'm nervous is on the defensive side of can we stop Georgia? I think I think that that Michigan game, of course, I'm gonna have some biases, but probably was our worst game we've played in like two or three years, right? Mm-hmm. Even though we've lost to Michigan two years in a row, we still played like shit versus Michigan, yeah. right? And I, I think CJ Stroud played his worst game he's ever played in college football. And I think that okay. he has something on his shoulder to go into losing the Heisman again for the second year in mm-hmm. a row. Because if he beats Michigan, he wins the Heisman in my eyes. Um but yeah, yeah I don't I don't think that he he has to play amazing and our defense has to play up because they played so down versus that's Michigan and that's uh that's what scares me of like George's gonna thing. pick you fucking apart if, oh my god, if yeah. you play like that versus Michigan. So Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's gonna but, be um I'm looking now, uh Georgia's six and a half point favorites. Um geez. Michigan seven and a half yeah. I, I don't know. I I would oh, like well, to the, think it, it it's gonna be close, but Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not gonna get nervous about it now. I can't get nervous. It's it's New Year's <laughs> Eve we play, so I so I gotta think about. Um yeah. another game that's probably gonna be good to watch is the Rose Bowl game. That's Penn State versus Utah. That'll be a good game though to watch as well on January second. Yeah. Some Monday yeah, I night, think, um, Monday evening. You, yeah, Utah's a tough team. Another one I'm kind of maybe gonna watch is this um UCLA pick game. Uh just because Dorian Thompson Robinson, the quarterback for UCLA, is mm-hmm. so much fun to watch. Um yeah. Whenever he's on, I, I like to turn it on. But uh, there'll be a yeah, better team think, next year. You know, we're gonna get we're getting to the bigger bowl games this weekend, so that'll be cool to watch. Yeah, dope. Anything else you get? The, hey, we gotta talk about some MLB talk. I know that. Uh, yeah, it looks like the Mets are trying to take it all. They're they're all buy in this upcoming year. <laughs> yeah, and some weird shit's happening. Is you have you been yeah. keeping up with that? Yeah, I, I just been seeing that. Apparently, they have they have a new owner. Is that correct? Yeah, so they have a new owner. He's shelling money out to everybody. Yeah. Um, one of the top free agents, Carlos Correa, who used yeah. to be an Astro, he was mm-hmm. part of the whole cheating scandal back then. Still, a very good ball player. Yeah, signed a twelve-year contract with the Giants. Giants, yeah. A couple days went through, and in the middle of the night, everyone woke up to the news that the deal fell through because something went wrong in the physical. About two hours later, Correa was signed with the Mets. And now they're still having problems with his physical. I was been reading up that it's, I believe he has some sort of plate in his foot. There's something with his foot that he kind of injured last year. The holdup is going to be the years. Of course, as a player, you want as many years and as much money as possible. I think on the Mets side, they're going to try to maybe hone that back, get a lower deal, lower money, maybe five, six, seven years versus the 12 that they're giving them. But they are going all in. And this, the, the NL East right now has the Phillies, the Mets, and the Braves. The Braves are fucking damn good too. Like this is by far the best division of all of baseball. So yeah. it, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And then yeah, the Phillies signed the probably the top free agent, probably the best shortstop in the league. Sure to add to it. that already, you know, World Series bound team that it was last year. So I'm <laughs> I pumped. Think I really there was a I story was that the uh Mets owner that he was actually on vacation somewhere and it was day for him and night for us. So when mm. he seen that he failed the physical, he was like, Call it in, like Want fuck it. it. Right now, yeah. sign him. I don't give a fuck because apparently this guy had just crazy loot. Now, in, in MLB, is there any cap? Like, is there a cap no. to anything? No, so, so it's, there's it's, a cap. There's there's a cap to where your team has to pay it an extra tax. But no, there, there's not like a hard cap um, like these other leagues that you, you cannot spend more than a certain amount. You can. 
you, as an owner, you're going to have to pay tax more tax on that called the luxury yeah. tax. But no, I mean, I mean, we're seeing it. It's fucking these teams now are paying billion a billion dollars for a roster. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, apparently, he just got cash out the ass. He oh yeah, fuck. And I can't I blame. I hate. I hate the Mets, but I I'd be doing the same fucking thing. But again, this gives the Mets. The Mets fucking blew it last year. This they gives the Mets too. again. You already suck. You already blow it. If you blow yep. with a team like this, you always blow it. So who gives a fuck? I'm also give it a chance. So I want to see where they go this year. I think they're going to be the team to to watch. And I bet. Oh, Lakata has to be fucking hyped oh, yeah, up yeah. right now. He has to be hyped up. And this is definitely the Mets saying like, you know, Nationals won it all in 2019. Braves won it all a few years ago. Phillies just got there and then added the best shortstop in free in, in the league. The Mets need to fucking do something because they're falling yeah. behind. They also lost Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Best, probably the, I yeah. mean, he gets hurt a good amount, but he's the league's best pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they definitely, like, we need to, like you just said, push all the cash in the center, go get whoever yeah. the fuck, yeah. and, and let's go. But, I, I always, mean, basically, it's gone. I, I, I'm never against the buying players. I'm a Yankees fan, so, of course, I'm not going to be right. – against that but i'm always for it. if the owner got money and he wants to spend that yeah. cash i'd rather own that spends that cash rather than it's cheap as fuck like when you look at like the top mob teams like when it comes to money fuck i forget who it is but it's a team that you're like and they fucking suck that means that, that they're just not spending the fucking money in the right ways i, yeah. I forget who it is fuck i'm yeah I'm let me forgetting. see i can look it up but like they have like it, it's, a, it's a team that you're like really like they have this much money they're coming in on yeah so, I mean, you look right now, and again, spending will get you there. So, we look at it now in the top I'll, – I'll just say top eight teams right now. The Mets, obviously, are spending the yeah. most. This is all updated. Yankees are, are two. They playoffs last year. Phillies, three. World Series. Um, the Padres now are four. The Dodgers, the Braves. Oh, the Angels is probably who you're thinking of. Exactly. The Angels are up there. Um, yeah. And then the Astros. But, yeah, I, I mean, it should – like, it, it – it does show that if you spend the money, you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. At least you should if you're spending yeah. it right. I believe in spending that fucking money, bro. Yeah, hey, yeah. man. This has been a great episode of In Those We Trust Sports. Again, check us out on all platforms, In Those We Trust Podcast, Instagram at We Trust underscore podcast. Follow mm-hmm. my guy Liam on the Instagram at. Yep, Liam Stokes 11. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys. All right. All right. Thanks, Lee. Of course.